Hello there. And welcome to the Force Discussions with Hope and Kevin. I have popcorn in my mouth. Just won't. You mean in your teeth, not in no. your mouth? In no, your teeth? no, it's it's definitely in it's my just mouth. It's floating in your mouth, but it keeps getting restuck into different parts of my teeth. Nobody, like, I'm, I don't I mean don't, to listen. I what? don't. I don't want to sound mean, but what? Literally, not a soul in the universe cares about that. Cares, yes, but can relate. <laughs> Maybe, but yeah, I'm uh, relatable. Do you have anything else to say to start this podcast besides? I think I swallowed it. Anything beyond what's in your mouth? I mean, that was my first concern. I'll be honest. I mean, that is I always. I really thought you had something clever. When do I write anything clever? Do I start? Do I usually start off these things very clever with yes, things to talk about? Something and, funny. Oh, um, listen, your job is to be funny, and guess that what? is not my job. My job is to speak words into a microphone and no, not remember what I speak. Your job is to be funny. I thought I was hilarious. You're not being. You're you're lacking. You're almost. I'm lacking. You're about to be fired. <laughs> okay, this is now your audition to oh, keep your job. Audition to keep my job. Okay, so I have to think of something really funny on the spot with with no context to anything. Mm-hmm. Look at the dog. It's right over there. There's a bird you in the sky. You can't Somewhere. use. <laughs> at least you rhymed, but you can't use the dog. I that was not a pre-thought-out prop for your little bit there. Now um, you're just I using was, her. I thought that was pretty good on the spot. I mean, it's like a seven out of ten. Seven right. out of ten. Hey, that's that's, that's enough a to C. keep your job. That's a C plus. You're on thin ice, buddy. All right, well, chop that stuff up and give me a slushy. I thought you were going <laughs> to... Oh, I'll make you a slushy. I'll make you a yellow slushy. I thought you were going <laughs> to say something about the theme of the episode. Oh, the theme of this wonderful uh, episode that we just watched? Yeah, but I thought you were going to say something about... I know, but then I got popcorn stuck okay, in my... Okay, now we're past that, so what were you going to say? Oh, that we just watched Halloween Town 2? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we watched. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my God, you know what? You're <laughs> not even far off because it's literally called Calabar's Revenge. So if sure. you think about... <laughs> no, like, one of the characters was like, not taking out revenge, but like, doing something on purpose to hurt... This episode is pretty much someone watched Halloween Town 2 <laughs> and went, you know what would be good to do? That... In a Buffy episode. Can I tell you something? What do you got? The Buffy episode came first. By f- So that's four worse. Four years. That's worse. That means someone said, you know what? I want this episode to keep so, on going. So actually, then that means somebody watched that episode and went, guys, I got a great idea. And, then, and, and someone was like, um, they already done this on Buffy. And they're like, yeah, but not for an, uh, 90 minutes. <laughs> and not for kids, exclusively for children. Because like, this is a Disney original, Disney Channel original. Wait, 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 original. wait. Did, did Halloween Town come uh, out before that? Probably. Because they could have, um, like, yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, they wait a minute. They already had minute. that idea. Already no, cooking. No. Uh, 98, and that episode came out in 90, fall of 1997. All right. So, nope. So someone was like, we got to do this. Ep- I want to make all this episode come true. I like, can't do it. I'm like, all right, if I do a movie first, and then... It's okay because there'll be a sequel on DVD. <laughs> and, and, and four years later, no one will remember that episode ever happened. Uh, but now that, because I, I, shocker, I'm a millennial. I've never seen Halloween Town 
nor Halloween Town yeah, 2. See, that's again, that's because you had like this thing called a life. And I, no, I did watched, not, and I watched Halloween Town. No, I watched movies that were not appropriate for my age. Like, I was watching movies that, like, for middle schoolers when I was, like, six. Like, not because I wanted to, because my older sister or my parents are like, let's watch this movie. And, like, well, this isn't really appropriate, but whatever. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't connect this episode with Halloween Town because I'd never seen it. And then when you told me the plot, I was like, oh, fuck. It's the exact episode. I felt bad because in this, in this episode of watching, I'm, like, sitting there guessing parts of it. And I'm like, oh, it's, aw, aw. <laughs> Pretty much my entire motion for the whole thing. It's aw. Aw. Well, I actually enjoy this episode. It's one of their higher-rated episodes, you know, among fans. And we are talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Buffy the Vampire And this is season two, episode six, called Halloween, and it aired in October of 1997. Whew, long time ago. On Halloween, Buffy and her friends patronize an unusual costume shop. Is it patronize? Patronize. They're patrons? Patrons. I know, but it sounds, because patronize is another word. You know what I mean? Patronize is what you're thinking of. They buy costumes from a <laughs> shop where customers turn into whatever costume the fact that I they are wearing. Some vocabulary no, I know the word. I just don't know which way to pronounce it. Again, hilarious. patronize. It's patronize is when you. Okay, well they patronize an no, unusual no, they, shop. No, no, they they, they patronize. Oh, the patronize that one. is the one where you're like making fun of someone. Okay, listen, Buffy I and, hope. Her, Buffy and her friends visited. <laughs> An unusual costume shop where they purchase costumes that turn them into whatever costume they were wearing. After a guy apparently laughs at a statue head. So that was creepy. Yeah, was that like sort of Oh, it, that was that scene was right after they bought the costumes, but um let me just go I'm going to go back to the beginning of the okay. episode. Okay. Um, so, surprise, surprise. Buffy's patrolling, and she's fighting vampires. And there's a vampire, another vampire, video recording her. Pervert. Well, yeah. It's a, well, oh, God. Well, yeah. He's just filming vampires a young are girl. Creepy. He's filming a young girl, which didn't even change the, uh, he didn't even charge the battery. The battery's, like, running low. But apparently, that's okay. Like, he just hits the side of it, like, Rrr. Like, how much of a vampire, is that, like, a thing on guys, like, that they just, like, don't charge stuff? And no, no. everything in the 90s was, think about it. If it's not working, you just tap it, and then it, it works. Like, think about it. That's exactly, you just described every electronic <laughs> in the 90s. Oh, it's not working? Blow on it, and then tap it. I mean, hello. Yeah, it's true. Which can apply to more than just video games. Okay. Um, so, the vampire, we learn later, of course, that is videotaping her was sent by Spike, who wants to study her fighting style. But then, we go to the bronze. We go to the bronze entirely too often. If we, they didn't show Buffy's house, I'd be like, she lives there. She lives at the bronze. And it was all decorated with Halloween shit. Yeah, I just can't stand any more things where it's just, oh, we're at the bronze, casually here. On this a, is a small town. 
Where are all these people coming from? And why are they all out on like a when Tuesday or Wednesday night? Because everyone it's else is at the night. gala. That's why. <laughs> it's it's a school night. Oh, so man. Cordelia sees Angel sitting alone and he's waiting for Buffy. So um, well, she was waiting for a date too. She yes. was waiting for the the draw. Uh, Darren, the, the, Devin, Devin, whoever Darren. the main singer of Seth Green's band is. Dingo's ate my baby. Dingo's ate my baby. Her date is Devin, and they both but got stood up. Except Cordelia for, hits on Angel like hard. Yeah, she hits on everyone. That's true. Hard. That's not I, a if shock. The, <laughs> it is, if there was a. If there was a tree outside, <laughs> she'd be like, you have such great leaves. Ne- <laughs> Parked next to a Mercedes, then yeah. Yeah, it'd be um, parked next to Mercedes, you're right. So they're laughing because, like, Cordelia is and can be funny and blah, blah, blah. Buffy, of course, walks in, sees them having an interaction, and then, like, turns around to walk out. And Angel's like, Buffy. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's the first time I see um, <laughs> Angel use any super speed that vampires may have. Because it's selective, isn't it? Yeah, it's very selective. And all of a sudden, he just goes like, "Wait, he's right behind." There's a lot of distance between the table to where the front door mm-hmm. is. I'm just saying, it was like I know it's TV magic, but it was just like <laughs> TV and magic done. <laughs> it's right there. And uh, she, I put, she almost leaves, and then she really leaves because that's yeah. exactly what happened. She, like, she almost leaves. They have a little like interaction, her and Angel, and then she's like, "Oh, I see you're with Cordelia." Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. And then she leaves. I don't get, I just don't get all of season one. They were so mature. And I know they're getting into like now season two. And they're just like, and now I'm going to act like a 14 year old. I just don't know why it's happening all of a sudden. I think they're behaving like 16 year olds. I don't think so. (laughs) She killed a vampire like literally an hour ago. Then she went to the bronze because that's what you do after you kill vampires. Well, no, she was. She was going to meet Angel. She was going to meet him there for a date. They even say it. And she's like, oh, I'm late. Sorry. Like, she planned to go there is what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Like, every There's Tuesday. There's other places. It has to be no. other places. This they, is a small town. Do, do they, the only they open they up in the morning and get out coffee? Is there no Dunkin' Donuts on this one? Nope. No, there's no coffee there, shop? There actually is a coffee shop in Sunnydale, but we don't see it till a few seasons later when their budget gets bigger and they can build... More of the set. They could have just got a window. I'm just telling you. I'm not kidding. Coming out you, obviously, even in season two, they have very limited locations. Don't tell me the coffee shop's in the school. No, it's okay, on a good. street. I'm no, about to say if no, a like, whole street gets built. No, all right, good. Because I was about to say if it was like no. oh, we made more budget, but um, our budget, budget, and more budget, so we can build some more stuff. Let's build a coffee shop. No, just build like one stand next to the <laughs> next to the, the school. hallway. Actually, next to the library. Let's no, just, <laughs> no, in the, really gonna, no. Yeah, in the cage. Yeah, no, in the no, cage. In the cage. Do you want a sphere? No. Do you want a coffee? <laughs> cappuccino. Do you want a cappuccino. Would no. you like an axe? <laughs> Listen, they they build like a whole street with shops and stuff. Oh, anyway, geez. so the next day, yeah, it's the next day. The next day at yeah, school. Yeah, the hard cuts in oh, this show is amazing. Um, Snyder is literally forcing kids to volunteer, so they're not really volunteering. Voluntold. Voluntold, yeah. She, he's voluntolding kids. They're taking out elementary school kids trick-or-treating. And so I was trying to think about the logistics of this because this could never happen today with safety issues but back in the 90s you could definitely do this where are these kids coming from i understand like they're meeting at school 
But they're like, what neighborhood are they trick or treating in? Because these kids obviously don't all live in the same neighborhood. I actually, this is the only thing that made perfect sense to me. Like, are they just going to the neighboring neighborhood next to the school? I don't know. Here's how I thought of it as clearly they want to protect children because everyone's dying in this show. So, like, you know what? We got to make some programs up to protect these kids. And it's like, Halloween, what's that? What's that? Oh, it's the worst night for anyone to get abducted. Forget vampires and death. Just that. So maybe we should protect these kids. What should we do? Well, we should have a high school kid because there's the target for the vampire. <laughs> no. And the little kids will get away. That's a one to four split oh right there. No. Well, actually, it was five. They had five so kids. So this was my thinking was that they're either like, this could be possible. They run like an after school program either in the school or an after school program is run somewhere in the town. And as part of an outreach, they're like, hey, we have these kids for after school and their parents are not going to get home in time to take them trick-or-treating. Let's have some high school kids take them around and then have them back by 6 o'clock. The parents pick them up and then they go straight home instead of having to take their kid out trick-or-treating. Look, Mom. Look, Dad. Look at all the candy I got. Look at my car. Oh, yay. Let's go home and have dinner and then eat chocolate and then go to bed. Versus, oh, my God, I have to get home, get your costume on, la, 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 la. That's my only, that's the only thing I can think of. But I'm like, where are you trick-or-treating? Because, like, they just give them five random kids. I'm like, do they all live in the same neighborhood? What neighborhood are we going to? It's just very, it's, it's a lot of, there's just too many logistics to this plan. I, I oh, did not overthink this at all. Well, I'm just saying we didn't need like a, a crazy mythical curse to make chaos. This was going to be chaos on its own. <laughs> you could have had the whole episode. The, just be the, the trick-or-treating. For everyone else, they watched the episode going, oh my God, this is dangerous. All these spells up for you. It was like, I have to be responsible for five children. Because <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I work with kids. So yeah, it's true. I'm like, and also they show a very, because it's not a long part that they actually take them trick-or-treating. And, of course, it's all calm and wonderful, and all the kids were just marvelous and well-behaved. Which doesn't happen, ever. Absolutely not. No, Absolutely that never happens. Not. Oh, my God. So, anyway. So, they all have to wear costumes. Like, the t- high schoolers have to wear costumes while they take the kids out. They can't just, like, take them out. Like, that sucks. Um, so, then we're... Uh, this was really funny. I wrote this down because you said this. We're in the lounge, and Xander's, like, going up to... I think the vending machine, and uh, he's like, you go, who's oh. going to hit on Xander next? And I was like, it's very funny you say that, because then, like, Larry, the a character, um, just appears, and he's kind of giving him a hard time, but I'm going to give a spoiler, because we've been giving spoilers. Larry comes out later in the series as being gay, so it was just really funny that you're like, who hits on him next? And Larry's like, it was, hey, Xander. No, it was. It was too much of a pause where it was like, this is now Xander's show. And I was like, no, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not. going to be Xander's show. What's going to happen that's not going to make this Xander's show? And yeah. it was like, oh, buddy. I'm like, oh. And good. so he chats with him about Buffy and asking her, him basically like, oh, I heard she's fast and blah, blah, blah. And so Xander tries to stick up for her and get all tough. But Larry is a football player. He's an athlete. I think he even wrestles. And he's bigger than Xander. He's taller than Xander. It wasn't going to go well for Xander. No, so who comes in and saves him? Buffy. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah, she's a slayer and she's like, I can kick his ass. And I she just didn't, like, but I just like she kicked his butt and like, ooh, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. It was like uh that was like the reason when he was walking over. That was the reason they got into a fight. He walked over to get a can of soda and he was like, Hey, I heard that Buffy's fast. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Let's have a fight. 
Well, no, Xander was like mad that he said that, like implying my friend is a slut. So he stood up for Buffy. I I get that. And then they fought. Well, sort of. And so Xander gets kind of mad at Buffy for like saving him because it's about, you know, he looks weak. And he he said like a bruise will heal, but, you know, um, street cred is is forever. forever or whatever, you know. So yeah, the hard streets of Sunnydale, California. Yeah, but hard uh, street. The only reason it's hard street is because there's vampires on there, so you got nothing. So um, Buffy is talking to Willow about Angel and being him, his age, and the girls that he probably dated when he was her age. So she wants to learn more about Angel, or more. Yeah, I guess about Angel, and wants to steal Giles Watcher's book from his office. Well, they have to sneak in and get it. Like they can't. It's not. It's not in the cage, but it's in his office. So uh, there's just kind of like this really like silly scene where Buffy distracts Giles so that Willow can get into his office and steal the book, and she distracts him by saying that Jenny Calendar thinks he's hot, like a hot babe. Yeah, but it's I don't know. And then Willow gets the book, and then they sneak out. I didn't care for that one. I didn't care for it at all. What? Just the fact that the, they keep bringing up this Mrs. Counter. I'm I not know, kidding. I knew you had a problem with It's with not her. Romance. No. Here's what my thing was. I, for some reason, thought, isn't she dead? Because I have not seen her enough. I have not seen her enough. So I'm like, oh, she must be dead. I'm like, Miss Calder thinks you're hot. I'm like, that's a dead woman. Why is it? Why did de- you think she was I don't dead? No, I thought she was. She hasn't been in a couple episodes. No, so we, I thought. No, we saw her. We saw her in. Was she in Reptile Boy? I don't know, but I, I just. I feel like I haven't seen Maybe her. Maybe we while. haven't seen her in a few episodes or it was like only in passing. So yeah, they're. they're I, yeah, they're kind of pushing it on you. I didn't know if they were testing the waters or like pushing it on us. I don't their know. Relationship. I, just, I just felt bad. So they get away with stealing the book, and um, like two high school girls, and they, they go talk the about hallway. it, and and they go open the book, whatever, and they're in the bathroom, and Cordelia comes in, and they finally tell Cordelia, Angel is a vampire. Yeah, and and she's like, oh right, like a cuddly Care Bear with fangs, like or, or, he's a good vampire that doesn't exist because. Logically, like, no, that doesn't exist. Um, so then we see them shopping um, at this new costume shop called Ethan's Shop. Everybody gets a costume there except Cordelia. She gets hers at Party Town, and that is important. But um, Willow goes as a ghost. She literally just gets, I can't believe she paid for this. She gets a white sheet. Well, that says boo on it. It says boo with the eyes cut out. Oh, and it has elastic like around the head to like kind of keep it on. That that's about it. Yeah, that's called clearance. That's what that is. No, she probably paid full price for that. Nope, that's clearance I at forty two ninety nine. Oh Jesus, you're right. Uh, so Buffy wants to dress. She sees this beautiful gown. It's like a Victorian, um, you know, eight. I don't know, probably eighteenth century. Oh no, she said seventeen. Seventeenth century. Whatever. Yeah, so that's eighteenth century. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't um, know numbers. And uh, it's beautiful. And I guess it's expensive, but Ethan's like, oh, I'll give it to you. Basically, like, I'll give it to you for free. Um, he probably only made her pay, like, a deposit for her or whatever. And, and Willow's walking out of there going, I just paid 50 bucks for this sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I could have cut the holes in this myself. And then Xander gets um, a gun. So I. <sighs> well, no, he got the gun and, a, and some apparel. 
So here's my issue with Xander's costume. They say he says he got his army fatigues at another shop in town, like a army surplus store. He got the gun at Ethan's. Now, if the gun is specifically like a soldier's gun, then it makes sense. If it's just an automatic weapon, it doesn't. Okay. You're trying to poke holes in a show (laughs) about vampires attacking a Sunnydale, California because of the Hellmouth. Because you got to remember, there's a Hellmouth. That makes everything better. I'm a hell and I'm a mouth. So it makes it a hell mouth and I'm all bad. So you said this. I wrote this down too because I thought this was funny. You go, why is there so much emphasis on these costumes? Uh, Yeah. And I was like. It took me a while. Good good observation, Kevin. It took me a while to get to the the Halloween town too um, uh, methodology. Yeah, we're close. We're getting there. So Spike is watching that video of Buffy talking about her blah, blah, blah. And Drew, Drusilla, has a vision about Halloween and about what's going to happen. Because Spike's like, what? What is it? Like, Halloween is, as they they said this earlier, um, Giles and Buffy, that Halloween is calm for demons and vampires. They don't go buck wild for some reason. So he's like, what is happening on Halloween? And she says something along the lines of, I see the Slayer in a weaker state, meaning Spike probably has a chance to kill her, which when you think about the episode is true. Yeah, but again, I felt that was just plotting. I will say at this point, I went, yeah, I I know, but I was at this point, I think I looked at the screen and I went. Are they like not the villains in this episode? Exactly, and that's what was happening. They were like they were the villains, but not they were like the villains of opportunity. Like, exactly, yeah. and I said they were just reaping the benefits of what the real villain did. But yeah, they were like side. I would have laughed so characters. hard if like the, everyone got these costumes from Ethan, and that's it. Blah blah blah. And then the vampires like, well, if she's in a weaker state this this time of uh, day. We should get costumes. We can blend it a little bit and get her. And they had oh to be like God. pandas and or something. Turn into their costumes. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That but been, they're not that stupid. Or it would have been funny that like the only one that was dressed up as a vampire was Spike. And everyone else turned into a bunny or a panda bear or something. Right. And he's that like, what happened to Spike? Well, I'm already a vampire. Uh so Buffy is getting ready at her house with Willow, and she's in the really nice Victorian dress. And Willow comes out in a like a slutty outfit, but she looks hot. But like she has a crop top and uh, leather pleather skirt with tights and boots, and then her hair is like up and like you know some pieces are down. She has like a choker on and like a lot of makeup, aka the goth before the goth. Yeah, it was a goth light. <clears throat> um, it was like sexy goth and. Uh, Buffy's like, you look great. Like, you're a total babe. You, this is, you need to wear this and, you know, be more confident. And, of course, so Buffy goes downstairs to greet Xander because they're all going to go trick-or-treating with the kids. And then Willow comes down. In the sheet. Yeah. She won't. I mean, knowing Willow, I don't really blame her. I... She doesn't want to be, like, half naked on Halloween. I just don't want to be naked anywhere on Halloween. <laughs> like, ever. Uh so Cordelia is dressed up like a sexy cat. She, we see them at the school because they have to like go pick up the kids, and she's talking to Oz. We see Oz again. Um, he's getting his guitar ready for a show, and she's her date Devin. Um, I stood her up for whatever. Um, so she did not get her costume at 
Party Town. But I actually, I thought she looked hot. I loved Cordelia's No, costume. she got I mean, she got at Party Town. She didn't get it at Ethan's. I'm sorry, yeah. I meant to say it the other way. Uh, so, at this point, Oz and Willow sort of meet. They bump into they each other. They bump into each other. And they're like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, like, get, get out of my way. Sorry, I can't believe it. Like, no, they both said sorry because they were both like, oh. I, I know, but like, they, they're dropping like, oh, what is this? Like the ninth hint that Oz is going to like Willow at this point? Because yeah, I, I can't remember, but it's got to happen soon it's, that it's, they get together. I'm just, at this point, just do it. Now, now I, you know what? I don't even want it to happen now. Now when it no, does happen, I'm going to be like, well, you suck. Yeah, you can hate them. That's fine. Uh, so Ethan is about to set off the curse. We see, like, Buffy trick-or-treating with the kids, and everything is fine. Everything's just wonderful. One lady gave them toothbrushes, so that sucks. So they're going to go to one last house. I thought she was going to egg them. And uh, they're at the last house, and then Ethan does his, like, blood ritual chanting He's blah blah yelling blah. at a statue with two faces. Yes, um, something about chaos and well, the the normal "I'm an evil guy" speech. I feel. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm the villain of the episode. Blah speech. blah 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 blah. Chaos and rain and ponytails and, and lollipops. <laughs> I will steal all of them. Um. So the kids turn into their costumes. So some of them are dressed as literal demons oh my and God. monsters. What if that's his? What if that's his actual plot? What? Ethan's entire, like... Is what? His reasoning for doing all this is just to steal the candy. Everyone's turned into these vampires and evil monsters during the whole time because that's what his spell does. It's really funny you say that because then I think the next time we see him, it involves candy. It's probably that. He's just like, no, it's not. I don't want to buy any candy. What do I want to do? I'm going to buy a store. The next one, his mission is very clear, but it involves candy. So that's just funny. You're just saying funny things, foreshadowing all over the goddamn place. I I am a foreshadowing person. This was a little little foreshadowing person. What does that even mean? Uh, A person that likes to foreshadow. Uh, You know, you're a person that, like, I don't know, somehow picks up on things that hint to the future. Anyway, so this is a little scary, but Willow is dressed as a ghost. Um, so she dies. So she dies. <laughs> that's, that's what I don't get. Everyone else just turns into the thing, not Willow. Well, she has to experience death. Well, th- I, this is what's so crazy. It's like, yeah, they, because of the rules of the curse, and, and this is the Hellmouth, and it's a myth. Oh, yeah, the Hellmouth. That's the reason. That's the reason. All the little kids that have, like, little horns, they just turn into that thing. One looks like a Star Wars character, for crying out loud, but Willow has to experience death. Because she's actually becomes a ghost. But it's not about becoming it. They turn into it yeah, on everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meaning... Meaning they become what they what they are dressed yeah, up as. It's not like anyone else just, it Listen, just changes. It's, it's with, different because she actually has to die. Like it's but, it's but she, just they could have just went, You're a ghost. Yeah, and Walk how do you stuff. do that? She dies. Yeah, apparently when most ghosts die, it's whatever they're wearing with her. Yeah, she was. But she had a sheet over her head that said boo. Okay. If, if you're dying, if you're gonna turn into a ghost, wouldn't you go but to the sheet? She was wearing the clothes underneath. How? I understand she's wearing the ghost. You're just, poking holes in it. I am poking holes in it. There's people that, there's some ghosts in shows where it's like, they're barely wearing. Well, we're not watching that show. Well, oh, yeah, I know. We're watching Buffy the Fifth Hour. Okay, listen. listen. How do I get Willow walking around in a sexy outfit? She's got to be a ghost. Listen, they, well, number one, yes. And number two, another reason they made her be a ghost, meaning like 
she just died and she but she was still Willow is because they turn into their costumes, they become those characters. Like Xander is an army guy, army soldier. He doesn't know who Xander like he doesn't really know his name. He just understands he's a soldier. Buffy thinks she's an 18th century noblewoman. She doesn't know her name, but like she knows she's not the like doesn't know she's a slayer. So Willow, we needed somebody affected by this curse but wasn't didn't have their memory affected. And then we had Cordelia who was not affected at all. But why did she have to experience death? I just don't get that part. I, I think Everyone it, else it's just turned like, oh, I'm this thing now. She I don't had know. To, Take it up with the writer. I am. fuck, dude? Just don't need that. Like, Will's gone through enough. All right, move past <laughs> it. Um, so Buffy is completely overwhelmed and passes out, like, immediately. Doesn't even say anything. They're like, Buffy, what do we do? Because, like, there's monsters coming at them, and she just passes out. Uh, so Xander is a tough guy because now he's a soldier. He knows how to fight. He knows how to defend. So he's kind of protecting them. Yeah, and, and Willow's just giving orders. No problem. Yeah, because he's Willow knows. Well, this does show that Willow, like, is good at. Crisis stuff. Yeah. yeah, and if she has to make a plan, and what do we do? So they, they go to Buffy's because her house is close by. And then Cordelia is outside at one point. Xander, like, they hear people screaming, and he goes out, and he does save her and bring her to Buffy's house. So Cordelia's unaffected. She knows who everybody is, but Xander doesn't know her, and Willow basically has to explain to her what the fuck is going on. Um, and Willow makes Cordelia stay with them so she can go get Giles. And she does. She goes to the library. Yeah. And I, the, I will say, I feel bad for the editor that had to do this because Willow's just bumping into everything and she's supposed to be a ghost. <sighs> okay. She did really good at the very beginning. beginning, the very first scene we see her. Like, she walks through the wall and then she scares Giles. He, like, throws his cards and he's like, oh, my God, and then explains it. Next, when we see her with Giles, uh, she has to, like, look at a book and she's like, I can't even turn the page. So she is better, but then as this... As the show As goes, it goes on, on, they they it's like he oh bumps, god, she bumps into Giles. She, she bumps into it's a not curtain. so much as she like it's a blatant bump into, but you can see her touch yeah things and whatever. Like I understand it is what it is, but uh, so Spike comes out with he basically gather he keeps being able to gather crews very easily. I, I think it's because of the candy. Well, now they're demons, and he's just like, ha and I mean, they're kids, but they're demons, and he just, like, gets them to come join him and help him look at, for the Slayer. Yeah, and it's uh, it's just sad, though, he, that he keeps getting, at first it was just, like, little kids, like, I saw a couple of things, like, oh, that's cool, and then as he's, like, hunting them down, apparently, he ends up getting, like, this tall, this tall monster, a short monster, gets all these monsters just out of nowhere. Yeah. And then two underlings that look like vampires, but they're not vampires. No. He pretty much is just sticking with like, you know what? On on Halloween, we don't do we don't do any of that. We don't. No. Go but you know what? I'll get these other people to help me out. Well, yeah, because like I hate to say it, but to Spike in this season anyway, they're all expendable. He doesn't care. Yeah, I know, but I just, uh, I don't know. I just feel like he's a wuss in, in the, at this point. Oh, well, it does. It This does, he is. Like, I, I'm glad you said that because, like, as tough as Spike can be and was at one point in history, he's kind of a pussy, especially when it comes to Buffy. And every time he's encountered her, including at the end of this episode, 
He's run away. Spoiler alert, he runs away from her. But um, so Angel shows up at Buffy's house because they they do mention earlier, uh, Buffy tells Willow, after trick-or-treating, Angel's going to meet me at the house. My mom's going to be out. So they can. Who knows where the fuck Joyce is? She doesn't do anything. You know what? You know those commercials? It's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your kids are? It should be, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your parents are? No, just Joyce. (laughs) Do you know where Joyce Summers is? Nope. Just Joyce. And guess what? Buffy's not home either, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, lives in that house. They but she was going to... Nothing. He was... Sorry. He was going to meet Buffy at her house. So he shows up, and he knows Xander. He knows Cordelia. Uh, but, but Cordelia, he doesn't see her yet. He sees Buffy, and he's like, oh, my God, you guys, it's crazy out there. You know, you won't believe what's going on. And Xander and Buffy both look at him and go, who are you? Because they don't know who he is. Yeah. And he tries to figure out what the fuck's going on, and then Cordelia comes in and basically explains it and she hits on him yeah immediately but but i mean uh sorry angel only has eyes for buffy yeah i don't get why though i don't either because he's cute that's it that's That's the only reason well i mean i am happy that he is having more scenes where he's not just like brooding and staring off into different directions for no apparent reason. Okay, he gets, he gets oh yeah, he gets He got way lines and he he nailed his lines. Yes, and he he gets more and more it throughout season 2. However, the broodiness comes back in season 3, but then he's done, then he leaves the show and gets his own show he can brood about on. So, um own show where he can brood about. It's true. Does he does he have moments in I that mean, show they, where he's just over here? Or look over here. I can't. It comes back. It I comes can't back. tell you. <laughs> it comes back. You know what was yeah. really good about season one in Buffy the Vampire Slayer? The fact you just looked off into the Dude, distance. Dude, it comes back in season three of Buffy. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, I think you meant on his, on his new oh, show. Oh, no, both. It comes back <laughs> on Buffy first, and then he carries it over. Do you think like every director doing a show, doing like one of these episodes with him just goes like, who is giving him these notes? <laughs> <laughs> what are these notes for? He, he keeps, just keeps doing it. I don't know who's doing it, and we have no one in his his trailer. Has no one in there? Is he doing this to himself? Is he telling himself? He this? did go to theater school. Maybe it's his technique. So anyway, bad Xander, is, because he's very soldiery, and Willow is not there. He's like he takes Cordelia. He's like Catwoman, you're with me, and he, and also because he's done with Buffy, and he's like you take the princess because he can't stand how helpless Buffy is. And uh, so Angel and, and Buffy go off together. And of course, okay, so here I wrote this down. They go in the kitchen. They have to fight a vampire. How did this vampire get in? Oh, yeah, because apparently it's to be invited into a house or not. Well, Ever. My, so my only thinking, and this isn't fair, but because of the curse, this person, whatever, whoever this is, isn't really a vampire. They are, but they are turned into a vampire in this moment. But because Buffy is not Buffy, you know what I mean? Like, the owner of the house. Like, I, So I don't... There's other ways to kill a vampire, though, right? No, no, no. I'm just saying they shouldn't be allowed... He shouldn't be have been allowed into the house without an invitation, is what I'm saying. Yeah, right. So the vampire got in, and Angel has to fight it, and he vamps out, scares Buffy, because she doesn't expect him to be a vampire, and she runs away. Yeah, the whole him turning his face into a vampire to get himself more strength or rage it's or whatever it is. It's not strength, I guess. I never thought about it like that. I think it's just like they put it on, well, most of the time to get ready to feed. But for him, I think it's just like, for I thought it was just like extra rage. 
Just like, seems so. There's, mm. there's, a, there's a part later in the in the show where he like he's being held back by two other vampires and he and they're I demons are demons or whatever and they're like he is strong and I I'm like why aren't you turning into a vampire and you looked at me like well he is one he's just I'm like he he's getting he held by by two big demons and I'm like yeah but he, like if you're gonna like like use the rage or whatever you have just turn the face on. Let's go. Do something. No, but it doesn't work that way. Like, I wish it did. Like, it would make more sense if it was like, grr, and then, like, you're stronger or you have more intensity or whatever. No. It's just, like, they're just, like, matter. I don't know. So, Willow is telling Giles um, where they got their costume at this new shop, Ethan's. And they go to Ethan's to figure out what the F's going on. And in the meantime, Buff, when Buffy runs away, of course, she gets stopped by Larry, who is dressed like a pirate. So now he's a pirate. And you made a point about this that you're like, hey, at least they're like closer in era. Yeah, there's always a little bit. You know, there's some age. Pirate, 18th century. So like, you're yeah, like, it's, someone... more, it's more like a 50 to 75 year gap. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, way better than like hundreds of years. Uh, but we're getting there. We're getting, we're, there. We're getting closer. Uh, so they go to, when they're at um, Ethan's, Giles and Willow, they, uh, uh, Giles is like, get out of here. Yeah, he does the whole like, get out of here. He's go. a Terminator. He terminated her. He's like, get out of here. They Let me take care of this. First they see, he called it Janus. 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 A Roman mythical goddess of something. And then he sees Ethan. And she, he's like, get out. And then they have words. Um, and it's revealed like he knows his past. And he calls uh, Giles Ripper. Yeah. like or Well, first it's like you're a hypocrite. Then you're Ripper. No, no, his nickname is oh, Ripper. Oh, his nickname is Ripper. His, so his real name is Rupert, and so a nickname he had when they were younger is Ripper. And you're like, hmm. Uh, so back in uh, trick-or-treating Halloween Town, um, Xander saves Buffy. Uh, I'm guessing that Angel was like, oh, my God, she ran away, so they had to go out and look for her. And they he saves her, um, but they have to, and he beats up Larry. Like Xander kicks his ass. He does, but he's also in shorts. Sorry. Uh, it just I was like looking at this fight that Larry's in shorts. This whole like everything else. I'm like, oh, you're a swashbuckling pirate, and all of a sudden I just like there's a scene where you can see like his whole body, like, and you're wearing shorts. You were gonna lose immediately already. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about this. Yeah, he's also very like almost feral. So yeah. Uh, so Angel. Uh, is carrying Buffy so that they can move faster. Because Spike has a gang of monsters after them. But also, Willow meets up with them and is warned... I don't know how the fuck she knew they were over there, but she did. Um, she warns them, like, something bad is happening. We need to get out of here. Um, and then, of course, Spike is, like, on their tail. So they go into another abandoned warehouse. No, no, no. Angel said, go into that abandoned warehouse. Yeah, but why is there because one? that's... What's in this town? There is no real estate in this town. It's there is only some houses, a, a gallery, the bronze, the school, and empty warehouses for as long as I see. The mile, yeah. There's a church once, and that's abandoned. Yes, and there is another church that comes up later, and we I don't think we ever see it again. Anyway, so Giles beats the shit out of Ethan, and. Uh, 
he basically gets him to tell him how to break the spell, which I'm like, Giles, you couldn't figure it out. Smash the goddamn head. But he was probably worried because some spells, if you do that, it actually like releases something or worse. Or permanent. Right. So I guess so. But so, yeah, Giles is any, everything and careful. Um, so he breaks the statue head finally. And the curse is lifted. Now, Spike is like, got Buffy cornered. This is when Angel's being held back by other demons. Uh, I don't know where Xander and everyone else, I think, ran away because they, if not, they would have died. And then Buffy awakens. Very much. Oh, no, Xander's there because he has a gun. Yeah, she awakens and then, because Spike's probably, you know, is about to kill her and she wakes up and she's like, I'm back. Honey, I'm home. Beats the heck out of Spike. And then they, what was really sad is like he turns around and the kids are like, Where's my mommy? I want to go home because they all turned back into kids from monsters because his crew was a bunch of kids that turned into their fucking costumes. Yeah. He doesn't even have a real crew. His crew is always temporary. His Yeah, I know. He always gets like the Island of Misfit Toys of somewhere yes. and just like goes goes on the town. And they're expendable. <laughs> so um, after Giles breaks the thing, he turns around and of course... Ethan is gone. Look at he split. Out the door. Gone. And um, all is back to normal. And then they're like, oh, maybe we should get these kids home. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. It's probably been hours since there's... But the entire town was in chaos. So think about this. There was probably an adult... Oh, my God. What if Joyce was having a Halloween party at her gallery that night and the adults had to dress up, and they got some of them got their costumes at Ethan's. We'll never know. That's right, a whole one, separate episode. You want to know why I know that's that didn't happen? Why? Because no adult goes out anymore. If they have kids that are in this high was school, back in the nineties, even back in the nineties, I don't think they had enough time. They're just like, "What do you got in the closet? Uh, I think there's a cape." And uh, I think there's some horns from some action figure from our kids. Okay, Put fine. it on. Then think about this. What if there was an office party and they were like, dress up. I bet some of those people might go and buy a costume. I think all the ones went to Target. They didn't. I mean, not that they didn't have Target, but Walmart. it wasn't. It wasn't the sick. Come on, dude. <laughs> I didn't think Fucking- all, all of these people are so boring. I don't think they would go and spend money. I just thought it would be funny to see this happen. All to of the kids are spending the money at the bronze. They don't have any expendable income. It's not possible. Anyway, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm just saying it would have been interesting. So um, Willow is back alive, thankfully. Um, she ends up back where her body was, and she finally takes a sheet off because the whole night she's been walking around in the costume, her slutty costume. Yeah. And then, of course, we see Oz pull up in his van, which, is he driving on the right side of the car? He's driving. He was, yeah. yeah, he's driving a messed up car. Why is he, like, it's like, um, it's either like a European or like a male, but it's not a mail truck, it's a van. But yeah. he's driving on the it, other it side. It makes no sense. Unless the, the editor flipped the image. But anyway. He could have. Um, he sees Willow walking and he's like, who is that girl? Spoiler alert. Is it a spoiler alert for like. A long time. Every I episode we've ever I think, thought of him. I don't know. Maybe because I know what's hap- going to happen. It seems like it's taking forever. But from the original, like the first time an audience watches the show. They probably doesn't, it probably doesn't seem. 
that long. I feel like they hinted it, and then someone's like, all right, let's do a test screening, see if anyone noticed it. No one noticed it. All right, we'll do it do again. Do it again. <laughs> we're, gonna, huh, we're up to the ninth time. All right, well, how well, obvious, we're just gonna make how it happen. more obvious can we be? Just have them bump into each other and have him physically notice her. I think they wanted to slowly bring it so that it didn't seem like suddenly she was dating Oz. Because I'm sorry, but suddenly Xander's fucking dating a mantis or dating a mummy or, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the guys or Buffy is always like in a really like dating someone and Willow. It's like, no. Yeah. with Willow, The one had, time she had, had a romance. Now, granted, he ended up being like an internet demon that tried to like kill everybody. But they were like, no, they were, everyone was oh, so the computer against it. Guy? Yeah. Oh, the anyway. computer thing. Um, so at the, sorry, I just went on a tirade about them, but I'm, I can't wait for Oz and Willow to get together because it's cute. I think it's cute. Uh, at the end of the episode, Angel is in Buffy's bedroom on her bed. Yeah. And she's in, Pajamas, which is basically just a tank top and sweatpants. Yep. She's just and she hanging sits out on his lap. Yep. And then they make out. Yep. And I wrote, Where's Joyce? <laughs> Where's anyone? He's the consenting adult in this situation. Okay. This not was, only this was the 90s, though. Not only the is 90s she is okay. listen. Not only is she only 16, she still she turned 17 this season and they make a point of celebrating her birthday. So not only is she currently 16 in this episode, um, he is, in actuality, 241. So that's even worse. And when he was a human, he was in his 20s when he became a vampire. So he's still too old for her, even if he were his human age. Now, if she were 18, I guess, it would seem more appropriate. But it's not, like, it's really not, it's, like, even worse because he's 240-something years old. Well, I can't remember <sighs> what comedian said this, but she was talking about how, like, one of the times it, when you get older, like, you don't, your your brain doesn't mature till you're, like, 26. Yeah. And I, I just, anytime I, I'm watching this show, I'm like, yep, that makes sense because you're not mature. And no one's mature. Uh, nope. <laughs> and, and honestly, Angel is the, he is, like, 25, 26, so he's the closest. Oh, and then Giles, of course, the only real adult in the whole show. Uh, and then it closes on uh, Ethan's shop. Giles goes to visit it, and it's emptied out. Ethan is gone. Got all the candy. Uh, well, yeah. That must have been his goal, right? <laughs> it's always all the candy. So. And uh, Giles finds a note that he wrote, uh, which I don't know if he knew he would go back, but he did, apparently. Ethan wrote, be seeing you on, like, an Ethan's shop, you know, postcard or whatever. Yeah, that was weird. This guy had enough time to, well, you know what? He probably already had like little things that. No, no, had shame his on, shame logo. on not Giles. That's what I say. Why? Um, because Giles broke the curse. The guy was unconscious on the floor, and his first thought was, "Guess I'll leave him here." No, he ran. You missed it. He was gone. He turned oh, he ran away. He turned. No, you. I even said it in the podcast. He turned around, and Ethan was gone. Ethan got up. He as he broke, he took it as his opportunity to get the fuck out. As soon as Giles went to go pick up that head to smash it, Ethan was out of there. He couldn't have gone far. Follow up, dripper. I don't know what to tell you. Ripping me off. That's what he's doing. I just say ripping me up. <laughs> um, yeah, ripping you off of a conclusion. Yeah. 
Uh, we do see Ethan again, but I, I honestly don't think it's until season three, and it involves the adults this time, which is why it's it's pretty it's a good episode. Uh, so on a whole, how did you feel about Halloween? I know it was Halloween Town Part Two. It was, but this, this it was all first. over the place. It was all over the place for me. It was not a bad episode. Why was it, it just, all over the place? I just felt like it was all over the place. Like a lot of the things that were happening. Like, all right, first it was it was a slow burn to get to the the whole Halloween part, though. I will. It was. I will go with that. I'll, everything's making me angry in the show, but it's only because of the fact that there's never a conclu- the whole thing with Oz and Willow. Just I know. get to it. I know. Um, they just uh, the fact that I, they went from barely dating uh, with uh, Buffy and now uh, Angel. She's sitting now on she's, his lap. She's yeah. just sitting on his lap in the bedroom, like we're gonna we're just best of friends, and we're already we're already dating. This is great. Like, how would we go from first date to? Get in my room. I I know. I know. I know. I was never. I'm just saying. I know. I've never been a guy that's been able to pull that off. So in my brain, it's like, no, that's not going to happen ever. That can't happen to anyone. Must have happened to someone in the world. That's funny. But I, it's never happened to me. Also, just a slow burn of like, just a. It took so long to get to the point of them turning into their costumes, and then it was just. So quick to get, to get out of it. Get out of it, yeah. Like it was like if this was convenient. A cool, yeah, if this was a cool part of the episode, then it was not that great of an episode. I was right. You have to give context. Guess what it is. Guess what it is. Hopes. Oh no! It's the hopes. Okay, it's really, 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 really fast. Okay, ready? Wait. How do I forget this every time? Okay. Hopes totally unnecessary. Trivia! So, the trivia says... Oh, I lost it. Okay, here it is. When Oz sees Willow crossing the road, he is driving a car with a steering wheel on the right. And that's what I said when we watched it. I was like, wait a minute. I think his steering wheel's on the on the other side. It's are supposed you, to be. Are you happy with yourself? Like, did you, did you like... <laughs> Do you like saying that out loud is this and the best, confirming it? Is this the best piece of trivia ever? No, of course not. Do you want me to read another one? There's one that's actually quite uh, interesting, which yeah. I thought was kind of funny. Oh uh, yeah, it's interesting. All right. Okay. Let's let's go go. So Just the writer the writer of this episode, his name was Carl Ellsworth. He was fired by Joss Whedon immediately after completing the script. What? And then er, and then he went on to write Halloween Town. <laughs> Is that true? No, that can't no, be true. No, no, no. That would make way more sense. I doubt it, but it would be funny if, like, he wrote this script and then he was like, that was a good story. You're fired. And then he yeah. was like, ha, 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 fuck you. I'm going to I'm I'm make Kalahar Mars. Kalabar's Revenge. Kalamari Revenge. And they were like, like who's Kalabar? Like, oh, we got to make the first one first. <laughs> oh, that's right. He didn't write Halloween Town. He wrote Halloween Town Part Two. two. Part Two. <laughs> Which means he had to get oh, a buddy God. of his, like, hey, hey. Hey, you need can you to, write this? Can you create an entirely original um, movie? Because I got a sequel for it. I him. have a sequel ready. No, uh, but he did go on to write for Xena. It, it says so. But Xena, the Warrior Princess. We gotta check yes. that. We have to check that out just to see if something like this is happening. I doubt it, but that would. Be <laughs> Everyone's funny. turning into the costumes that they have on at this Renaissance fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds oddly this familiar. This guy needs to find another script. <laughs> Uh, so that is basically uh, it for this episode. Um, but 
we are going to talk about Mando. Oh, yeah. I, earlier I did it, and it was like, you were like, Mando? Question mark? It's the, so wait, let me try again. Ready? I got a fart. That was really good. See, that I was, try. That was really good. When I try, when I actually try, it ends up working out See, better. When I actually try. It it's usually doesn't, doesn't always. Not only does it not work, but it's usually like, well, we don't have to worry about copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> True. Oh, God. I hope Disney doesn't come after me for do 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 do. But I don't think they have the rights to a melody. Oh, wait. No, no, they do. It's a copyright. I mean,. They're not going to get on me. I didn't, like, play the, the tune. But, yes, Mando Season 3 starts next Wednesday. Well, from our point of view, filming, or filming this. Fucking. Filming, yeah, we filmed this, yeah. Oh Someone wants to see my recording, face. Recording this. Um, it starts next week. I'm very excited for yeah. it to come back and see little baby. I mean, Grogu. Grogu. I'm sorry, Grogu. I'm, I do like the name. I'm just getting used to it, Okay. It took us a getting, while, though. It took I'm us a while. Because it sounded in the beginning like an ugly name. It well, because like, it kind of sounded like, hey, we need a name. Grogu. Grogu. Yeah, like, that sounds good. It's like, who was the actress that's playing Ahsoka? Um, Rosario Dawson? It was like they were asking her what to name it, and she was like having a drink at the time. And it was like, oh, Grogu. Wow, that sounds like a great name. That's a great name, Rosario. That's awesome. Like, Lucas is walking in like, you're genius. And she's like, I'm sorry. What? Like I was, I was joking. Oh yeah, her <laughs> show. I don't even know when that comes out, but I um, know that I, Ahsoka. Well, I think it's a summer. Uh, so, uh, let's see. So, how do you spell it? Oh, I think I spelled it wrong. I just, just honestly, Google will help you. With no, it. I got it. Google got helps it. you because well, there is a Greek goddess spelled a different as Athena. A, no, it's Ashoka. Oh, I bet that's probably anyway, where they got it. From. Maybe, maybe they just flipped the letters around. Yeah. Uh, it, I was seeing if it had a release date, but I don't know if it does. I, I think it was heard. It the says summer. late 2023, so fall or even December. Wow! All right, that might be the Christmas stuff. Well, I I know, yeah, it might be Christmas. Yeah, because Mando is coming out now, and normally Mando would come out in the fall. I'm hoping they do another dang Obi Wan because that'd be fantastic. Just don't get my hopes up. I mean, I of course they and, have. So much opportunity. I know. And they want to come back. And also Anakin, or Hayden Christensen, is reprising Anakin in Ahsoka. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I read it. I mean, I know he did. But uh, it would be it would be amazing if they did another Kenobi. They'll probably do a live season. action of Rebels because she was in Rebels. They'll probably do like a little flashback I don't, type Yeah, thing. oh, yeah. They, they had a fight in Rebels. Yeah. Anyway, so we've got some Star Wars things that we're going to get back into, which is exciting. Um, but that is it for me. Anything else you want to add to Kevin? I, I got another popcorn. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. That's something that the listeners were so, you know, when you mentioned at the beginning, they were, they were wondering the whole time. They, they know there is was Kevin another gonna one coming. Is Kevin going to find more popcorn and just floating around in his mouth? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they know it's, it never, never comes in one. Mm, it always comes in like one, you're like, I got it, and like an hour later, you're like... No, I found the other one. You're a gem. Can you just say goodbye? Hola. If you had said aloha, that would have worked because that's probably it's what I thought. But both. then the words didn't come out right. Oh, you tried. See, you Again. did try, and, and it, it didn't work. Oh, poor Kevin. Full All circle. Right. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.